males are born, men are built. This is the Great Man Podcast, where we want you to build great men as you allow other men to build you. Join New York Times bestselling author Stephen Mansfield, along with seasoned leaders of men, as we bring a wide range of experience and expertise to help you become the great man you are designed to be. Gentlemen, welcome to the Great Man Podcast. I'm sitting here today with Jay Kim, and my name is Anthony Flemons, and we want to welcome you to the Great Man Podcast. What's going on, Jay? Nothing much, man. Just trying to stay warm. Bro, it's been crazy weather here in Nashville, man. Yeah, we're we're zooming because because the roads are icy. <laughs> we get we get two inches of snow in Nashville's state of emergency. They Bruh, just have, don't have the infrastructure. <laughs> nah, man, it was it was honest eight or nine inches uh, is what the I think the official record was eight or nine inches uh, this snow time. Yeah, but none of the streets got plowed. No. I mean, some of them, the main roads, but all the local roads are just it's a layer of ice. Yeah. You know, we've been doing our uh, yearly tradition here in the Flemings household, man. We get a chance to look out our windows and we're at the bottom of two gigantic, uh, two pretty nice hills. I won't say gigantic to make it sound better, but they get iced over and nobody can go either way. So for three days, I mean, only only the people that could get out had to have all wheel drive. And everybody else was slipping and sliding and hanging on the curbs and parking in the middle of the road. I actually saw a woman today call a tow truck to come get her up the hill. Oh, no. Yeah. Did the tow truck get stuck or? Nah, man. It had, <laughs> it had the chains on it, man. And just like yeah. the, yeah, just like the postal trucks, man. Man, it, I, the videos you sent me of what your street <laughs> looks like, that's just madness. Like yeah. it's blocked because all the cars are just stalled in the middle of the road. Yeah, I think at, at the max today there were ten cars kind of in the in the works in that wow. whole little uh, yeah, pretty crazy. And so man. I started fretting about three or four hours before I had to go to work, man, because I'm going, man, am I going to be able to get out of here? Are these people going to get out of the way? And so I took the larger hill to get out of my neighborhood, and I zoomed right up that thing because I was in my wife's four wheel drive. Wow. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 the industry you're in, man. Absolutely. Doesn't matter if the roads are icy, still nope. gotta you gotta show you gotta up. work. Yeah. Well, man, this is quite a subject, man, that uh, Stephen got into this week, man. <laughs> yep. I don't even know where to start. I mean, I was thinking, because it does, it can very easily be taken to a place where a lot of guys, you know, something really, really seductive to us is that aspect of like, if I see danger, I can go in and I could, I could, you know, stop the violence with violence, you know? Yeah. Guys, <laughs> we all want to be the hero, but... I feel like that's not exactly what Steven is talking about here. Yeah. You know, this year has, has been, well, not this year particularly, but last year, man, it's been riddled with people kind of acting out and uh, doing violent things and yeah. going up on the stage in the middle of a televised show and all this kinds of dangerous activity. And then, then even in the natural world, I mean, we've had uh, a number of mass shootings this year. Yeah. Uh, just things happen right around us here in Nashville and in the East, man, where uh, people are just going crazy. We've seen all the violence, man, where people have been going into these uh, places of business and just running out with stuff and actually daring the the clerk to stop them. Have you seen any of that, Jay? No, no, I, I didn't see that specifically. But also, you know, like globally, the government upheavals, the the attempted coups and stuff and the 
giant protests that are happening. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's just we we all got stir crazy during COVID. And now <laughs> oh, some We're people don't know out. how to act. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, you know, just thinking on on what the subject matter is, man, it's it's about fighting dirty. Uh, Jay and and we when when we were discussing this today, you had some really good points and some thoughts, and I know you kind of got into it uh, momentarily just a moment ago, but just give me your thoughts on uh, what you think that Stephen is not saying because you know when I was listening to it, I kind of felt like man, it's time for me to go out and find some trouble and get into some. <laughs> it's really appealing. Like, that is yeah. a very appealing thought for men, especially. We're like, oh yeah, and it leads to guys just looking for. They're looking for trouble. Yeah. You know, I, I remember with an old buddy of mine back when we were in college, we're just walking around New York City and uh, he, he, we spot like a couple arguing and he stops and he just just stares intently. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, if he hits her, I'm going in, you know, because it was a heated discussion they were having. And it's like, if he lays a hand on her, I'm going to go in and intervene. And and the dude was like, my, my buddy was you know, just muscle. He's a big dude. Yeah. Um, professional athlete almost. And, and he, he would have destroyed that guy, <laughs> but it, it is kind of like, are we looking for this? Are we just looking out? And I, I think it's, it comes from a noble place. You know, if you see domestic violence happening in public, you, it is somewhat part of our duty to, to stop the violence. Yeah. Um, but I think what Steven is talking about is you're not looking for it, but inevitably, if you're in a situation where someone is trying to fight or whatever, they're trying to fight you or you're in a position where violence is happening to you, you need to be prepared to to fight dirty, Yeah, meaning stop it as quickly as possible, which is actually less the like if it, it feels not like the hero thing that guys want to do, right? We want to f- come in with some flashy self-defense and neutralize the guy. Steven is proposing that we use dirty tactics yeah, <laughs> to just end it as fast as possible. Like, I don't want violence, so I'm going to stop you right there, Yeah, you know, with a swift heel strike to the nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself in those situations, man? I know that you talked about being in New York City, man, and seeing your friend. Because, I mean, ultimately, man, we're going to rub up against situations like that where we see people playing out or acting out in public. And especially if it's with a uh, with a woman and there's a guy, you know, just doing something very negative or it might be two guys. But have you have you run into any of those situations personally and seen them? Oh, fortunately, like not directed at me. Um, but I can relate definitely with that thought when he, when Steven was talking about that football player guy yeah, who, you know, he was, he was with his wife and the situation happened. He didn't know what to do. And it was like, he was ashamed that he didn't know what to do. I feel like there is that helpless feeling sometimes when you're, when you're confronted and you just like, all you can do is just talk them down yeah, and you feel like such a failure afterwards. Yeah, man. But, but I've been I've been able to avoid it for the most part. You know, probably Jay a couple of years ago, three years ago, man, I would have been really comfortable talking about this situation, man, because at that time, you know, I was going to the gym, you know, four or five times a week, man. I was uh, out exercising outside once, twice a week and uh, doing stretching. I had a stretching routine, man. Felt like that my body was optimal. I was uh, getting closer to my ideal weight. 
and just doing all the right things, kind of preparing for the potential of those moments. And then here we are two years later, man, where I feel like a huge, big old baked potato, man, that's been way past its time and sitting on the shelf, man. You know, and I haven't I haven't really been taking care of myself. And when he started to talk about this, I'm if I'm honest, man, I was really convicted in that at this point and at this stage and today. I'm not prepared, man, for something like this to go down in my life, man. I'm honestly not prepared for it. Yeah. You know, as far as getting into shape and and maybe even picking up some kind of a fighting thing, you know, like boxing or martial art, those are all very, like, I, I highly recommend anybody do it. But I don't think, I, I think what Steven is talking about is just like the fast, quick and dirty thing. Yeah, it's not like something a skilled martial artist would do, <laughs> you know, but you, like, but you got to be in shape, man, to be able to like just just the heel of your hand and going up into somebody's face and to be quick enough to do that or not to throw your back out when you do it, man. I'm just saying I, I was convicted because of the way that I've not been taking care of my body. And had it been a couple of years ago, I would have been able to hear what he was saying. A, a lot differently than I am today, but I was honestly, he was saying, let's prepare, let's learn these techniques. Let's learn how to fight dirty searching on the internet. But even at that, man, you have to be in enough shape to have power behind what you're doing or have the stamina to stand up. If you have to wrestle with somebody, man, you know? Yeah. Didn't he say something like practice on your friends? or something? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, come here, come here and let yeah. me whoop on I'll, you, I'll man. Come on over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the the heel to the nose is is what we're supposed to practice, but maybe yeah. the the judo drop. Yeah. yeah. So he was he was careful to say, you know, you do it in slow motion, man, and all of that. But did you uh did you happen to take Stevens' advice and go look up anything and take a look? <laughs> no, I, yeah. I gotta. But uh, but I, one thing I would highly I think do not recommend is looking up Detroit Urban Survival. Yeah, this is something you're always talking about, <laughs> man. Can you tell tell the listeners what it is? If you're not familiar, there's a school up in Detroit called Detroit Urban Survival where this guy, I don't know what qualifications he has, but he he's giving people self-defense tactics in extreme situations. So like if someone's holding a semi-automatic rifle at your head, right. he's like, these are the tactics you can use. And it's been memed like crazy, like on, you know, on, on TikTok, people are, are taking that clip and then showing themselves trying it and then like cutting to them like standing in at the pearly gates you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh yeah i mean it's just silly and that's the kind of like we you know you're in that scenario that's very different than what steve is talking about but yeah if you look up fighting dirty you know that might pop up and i i wouldn't recommend that yeah, you're being careful too, man, to try to back off of what you think Steven's talking about. And I'm pushing the other direction now. I, I do agree <laughs> with you that he's not talking about going out and looking for things, but he's honestly talking about when we find ourselves in these situations, man, where we go, either I'm going to do something or something bad is going to happen. Say in the instant that somebody walks up on you and your new bride, man. And yeah. y'all are y'all are downtown Nashville and they start walking behind her, catcalling her or saying something slick, man. You know, what do you do? Yep, you can keep walking, or but what if they get closer and you know, get in her face? All those kinds of things. And I really want us, you and me, Jay Kim and Anthony Flemings, to think about that, man. And as well, I want to encourage the men to think about these moments as well, because they are opportunities that come up. They are 
uh, issues that come up in real life and we can't walk away from everyone, man. And you talk about feeling, you know, feeling bad, man. If you're, if you allow something like that to go down in front of your wife, I mean, obviously you have to weigh it and, and make sure that you keep her safe and keep yourself safe. But if it's more than just language and somebody's getting in your face and actually trying to do something, I mean, we have to be able to respond some way in some, in some manner to protect our bride and to protect ourselves or our children or people around us, man. The irony is, is that a lot of times if something is happening, my wife will be the one talking me down being like, we just need to get out of here. And a lot of times if you can get out of there, get out of there. I think the scenario we're talking about is if it's inevitable violence, that's about to happen to you. It's coming to you. Yeah. It's coming to you. Just, just know where to hit. You know, quick, swift kick in the nuts (laughs) and then run. You know, Jay, how old are you, man? I'm 41. 41. So relatively, man, I mean, you're still a young guy, man. And I am. (laughs) I'm about to be 60 next year. And I was thinking about something. I was thinking about something, man, that a guy told me many years ago, probably 20, 25 years ago. But he said, man, that a man begins to fear that he's growing old when he feels like he's no longer perceived as dangerous, a man begins to fear that he's growing old when he begins to feel that he's no longer perceived as dangerous or he's no longer perceived that he could strike fear or invoke fear into someone in the right moment. And mm. man, you know, that that's that's powerful to me, man, because at the time that he mentioned it to me, I was a lot younger, man. And. You know, I did always feel like that. I've, I've traditionally through my life, man, people always look at me and go, man, you're intense. Man, I was afraid to talk to you, man. You know, and, and I, I liked it when I was in my 20s. But as I got into my 30s and 40s and began to be in leadership positions to have staff come to you and tell you that they're intimidated or they're fearful to come and talk to you because of the way that you carry yourself, man, that that started to get to me and then we get to this place now where i have young guys 30 year olds 20 year olds and they got this new thing now that they call you j kim you know that you're getting old man when they start calling you what's up unk what's going on whoa <laughs> whoa i haven't i mean the only person who calls me uncle is my is my niece and nephew but yeah you're, you're still a baby man you're 41 years old you don't even have gray hair on your face yet but well, you know it, that, it just mm, that no oh, you got a bit there's plenty yeah yeah but, you know, I just think about that even in work, man, you know, just this happened, I guess, in the last couple of years. And, you know, obviously trends come and go, man, and language comes and goes. But uh, I have staff at work and they call me. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Unk? Where auntie at? You know, it's talking about my wife. And it, ju- it just makes me that's, think that's when you got to fight dirty. You got to <laughs> take the heel of your hand and jam it into their nose. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just it's just one of those things, man, that we do begin to feel our age or we do begin to feel uh, intimidated by our surroundings when we know, one, that if something pops off, we can't protect ourselves. If something Mm -hmm. pops off, we can't protect those that we love. If something pops off, we can't protect uh, those that are are less likely to be able to protect themselves, man. So I want to always be thoughtful of that and be conscious of it, man. And, you know, I'm, I'm dead serious, man. When, when, uh, when Steven just began to 
speak on this subject, man, I was completely convicted because I don't think that I'm in a good enough shape or even uh, have techniques at, at, at my fingertips at this point to take care of this. And I am going to research it, man. I am going to look online. I am. Uh, I made a commitment today, you know, to, to do something here at the house. I have everything that I need to work out here at the house and just be in a better state. And I'm not talking about to get jacked, but to be able to move properly in a situation like this, man. And, and I know that that's not that's not what you feel like Stephen is talking about. No, I I, I support that wholeheartedly. I think yeah. that's that. In addition to this, in addition to this topic of being prepared, it's also just being good to your body. You know, yeah. as a man, that's 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 another art of great manhood. You know, is to keep your health. You know, your diet, your fitness. Especially, you know, like as you get up in age, just you can't do this the same thing you used to do before yeah. without a great deal of work. So I, I think that's a great thing. What we're talking about here isn't necessarily like becoming. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. You need to get in shape to do these things. But like it's also just like what are the quick ways to kind of just stop it from happening, you know, like in its tracks. Yeah. But yeah, to hold a dude down who is trying to do violence to other people, you'd have to be in pretty good shape. Yeah, you got to have your cardio up, man. Like, mm-hmm. like it's it's one thing, dude, to be wrestling with somebody and playing, but you can go and play with a teenager or play with somebody that's 12 or 13 years old, very rough, and you can be out of breath pretty quickly, man, you know, yeah. if I think about it. And so that's that's all I'm saying, man. You know, stamina, if it's walking, if it's, if it's jogging, if it's uh, jumping rope, I mean... I'm just really encouraged and really convicted, man, that I need to be doing more of that. Because like I said, Jay, you know, had this been two and a half years ago, man, I'd be all on this and talking about, you know, this and that and being in shape and feeling comfortable walking into a setting. And, you know, in the the line of work that I'm in, man, like these kinds of arguments and situations pop off all the time. Mm. And you got to be mindful. You're you're always watching for it. I got I to gotta be thoughtful, man. And, you know, yeah. and, and a lot of times the guy's going to be a lot bigger. But still, let's talk a little bit, too, man, about, you know, the technique and, and walking into and, and defusing things because you have to have that as an art and a skill as well to yeah. be able to, you know, defuse situations, man. Like, I lack the hand-eye coordination. You know, I, I, <laughs> I could, uh, you know, beat the crap out of a punching bag, and then when it comes time to spar with somebody, locating their face is kind of not the easiest thing to do. <laughs> you know? And so, like, yeah, I've realized, like, you kind of need to be coordinated to get your the heel of your hand into somebody's nose. Absolutely. Because that's a moving target. Yeah, man. And he's trying to avoid getting hit while trying to hit you so it's it's uh it's a lot of demand there man yeah you gotta do that jump jump rope increase my hand-eye cord (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was thinking when steven was talking about the moral decision you make when weapons get involved yeah you know like if somebody if, if there's an active shooter situation you know he said i've just made the commitment because of my build and my physique that like god created me this way so i could tackle the dude yeah, he said, I, what, I, I, I'm in a big body for a reason. Yeah, but what, what, what would you do in that? Because it's, it's, he says it's a moral decision. You can decide. If yeah. you were in that scenario or if you were in a place where, like, something's about to go down and you see it happen, 
especially, you know, in your line of work, I'm sure this is something you've been trained on and something that you're always looking for. Yeah. But like, what, what would you do in that scenario? Yeah, man. Active shooters, man. I mean, that's a whole different dynamic, but what we're trained to do in my place of employment is to get everyone under your authority out of the building along with yourself. So that's that's kind of the protocol that we're looking at. But man, it's a little bit of a different situation. But say we're in an enclosed area where you can't get away, where you can't get behind something, where you can't, you know, get in a hallway, like on a plane. You know, I've yeah. had this discussion mentally with myself, man, that if I'm on a plane, man, and I see it go off, like if I'm within five feet, you know, I want to say that I'm going to make a ma- an effort to subdue the guy and hopefully someone will come along with me, you know, but it's different for me. Like if it's a big spance of a building, man, and some guys, you know, across the hallway or down the, down the street, you know, in another part of the complex, man, I'm going to get away and I'm going to try to get all of those that are under my command out of the way. What about you? Yeah, it's tough, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't, but if it was a scenario where, like, if I don't take action, a bunch of people are going to die, you know, that that would be something that I would I probably would just jump to it. Yeah. But hopefully tackling the dude from behind. <laughs> <laughs> when he turns and looks away. Do you own do you own weapons, Jay? No, no, I don't. And is your is it a, a moral thing? Are you opposed to guns and knives and to things an extent, like that? I feel like culturally, you know, where where I'm from, it's kind of a liberal place, and sure. so it was kind of, you know, the gun violence thing was really top of mind. You know, when I was in college, that's when Bowling for Columbine came out. So like a yeah. lot of people were, you know, just up in arms, like literally <laughs> up in arms about being up in arms. Yeah, uh, we, we would you know, protest and all that stuff when we were in college. So it's just kind of subconsciously in my mind. Like, I don't know. I love going to the shooting range <laughs> and firing off some weapons, but yeah. it, owning one and having one on me, you know, God, like, hopefully I, I don't ever have to be in a position where, you know, like where Steven is, you know, there are threats on his life and yeah. he has to be packing, but like, yeah. you know, it just, to me, uh, knowing me my level of like uh training or whatever i would i would have to do a lot of preparation and training before i'd even think about pulling in a weapon yeah yeah like i I remember watching a documentary about a gun store and this lady came in like she wanted to buy a little gun and the gun store owner took her to the shooting range in the back and he gave a demonstration and scared the crap out of her yeah and he said, that's what I wanted to do. She does. She shouldn't be holding a gun. And I feel like I'm in that boat. I shouldn't be owning a gun. What about what about tactical pins and all of that? Have you seen any of that? Do you know what, what Steven's talking about? No, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I was. I was too, man. And, and I began to look up a few of them. And something else kind of spurred in my private life. You know, I just went and dropped my daughter Trinity off at the beginning of the week to her first semester in college and you know so she's an hour away from me so i can't run around the corner and get to her and i was thinking man i think that i probably need to get her some type of a weapon and the first thing that came to my mind was i need to get her a decent sized tase gun man and i've never i've never thought about this man but 
you know, if somebody came and grabbed her while she's walking from class or, mm-hmm. you know, they're on campus yeah. or something, man. I mean, she's got to have the ability to get them off of her for her to get away. So it's I'm, I'm honestly going to start researching that because I'm going to get her something that's a small, you know, pen type handheld taser, man, because. Mm-hmm. I feel strongly that my daughter needs to be able to protect herself. And so I started thinking about that. And then I'm like, man, you know, I've done a lot of crime in my life, JKM, and I've had some brushes with the law. And because of convictions in my life, I can't lawfully own a gun. So so what about me, man? So I'm thinking maybe do I get something like that? And uh, but in our household, we don't have a gun. And I think that that's probably going to change this year, too, man. Really? Yeah. You know, my wife is a prior military man and she okay. was yeah. she was a marksman in the military. She can own a gun and if it's in the house that I'm in, that's okay as long as it's her owning the gun. But mm. you know, I'm just thinking, man, the, these times are 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 upon us, man, that we have to be able to, you know, have these things to protect ourselves. But the taser, man, I think that I'm honestly going to go and get Trinity a taser. Wow. Yeah. Good gift. Uh, can I get one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I when I get mine, man, I'm gonna want to look for somebody I can test it on. You're gonna be the first <laughs> one I come and grab. Uh, that's that. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jay, man, I uh, I'm gonna begin to pull us down and talk us down from our subject matter, man. It's been great hanging out with you today, and I just really want to challenge the men out there because I'm challenged myself. And if you feel like that you couldn't wrestle for 15 minutes. You know, I think that you need to build up your stamina. If you feel like that you couldn't honestly, you know, pick up a guy or or flip a guy, I think that that is something that you could rightfully say is your goal for 2024 is to learn two or three different moves to be able to get a guy off of his feet. And I'm going to take Steven's um, advice and look up fighting dirty and begin to learn some of these things because I've always been interested in fighting. And when I was young, I did my fair share and I lost a lot of battles. But at this time in my life, man, with those that are depending on me and around me for safety, I want to be prepared for these moments. So for me, that's going to mean, you know, getting into some better shape, buying uh, some tactical pins and uh, a taser for my daughter, a taser for our household. And I'm going to buy a gun for our house. Uh, for my wife what about you how are you going to respond to this jay uh yeah i'm i've been trying to get in shape so yeah i've got a it's it's called this the century bob yeah it's, it's basically you know this this it's it's a weight bag that looks like a dude yeah yeah so i have one of those yeah i see it whenever we're on a <laughs> on a video call together man I, it's been a while since i beat up bob so i gotta yeah. start beating bob up again but uh but yeah you know definitely getting getting my uh coordination up and looking up ways to to neutralize people oh, but great. not in the urban <laughs> not in the the Detroit urban defense way yeah so in closing gentlemen this is a somber uh, reminder of how important it is for us to be prepared for events like this in our lives. We all have people that are under our charge or people that we love are concerned about. And I want to be prepared for moments when violence comes towards me. And I'm sure there's many men out there that was completely convicted or completely felt unprepared as Stephen was discussing these opportunities that happen. So I tell you today, just sit down, 
make your decisions on how you're going to behave, how you're going to react, and then go and get some training, whether it be the videos that are on or some other way. I want you to be prepared with six or eight moves that you could stop the violence immediately. I want you to look into tactical pins and any other type of protection that you're morally comfortable with, because that's one of the great parts of great manhood. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production.